This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, we've got an interview with East Director Matt, Matt Dozier. Dozier. Music from our featured artist of the week and the tech tip of the week. That's all coming up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to this episode of EduTech Guys Radio. How you doing? I am David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Awesome. Welcome to the show. We've got a great one for you. Uh, talked with uh, Matt Dozier just a little while ago, and, and so we've got that queued up and ready. Um, but uh, the main thing that's been happening in and around Arkansas this week, holy cow, it is back to school time, which means crazy running around happening with your tech folks in the schools. Yep. It's, it is crazy. How did you know that? <laughs> I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. That's, I am. And I'm right there with you. Uh, just, and you know, the stuff as an education, uh, you know, I work currently at an education service agency. And so uh, we have several programs that are, uh, remotely managed and, and remotely handled. We've got classrooms, that kind of stuff. And so there's running around trying to get all those folks set up because they're just coming back from the summer and, and working with local districts and, and getting the networking and, and the other behind the scenes stuff all going, plus the stuff that's going on here. I mean, it is just a crazy, crazy time. It has been crazy, but the good news is you can always check us out on the web at www.edutechguys.com. Hey, just go out to Google, type in EduTechGuys, and you will find us. You can find us at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Heck, like I said, Google EduTechGuys will be some of the top hits right there, if not the top hit. Because we'll, we'll we be are, all of the, we'll be all we, the top hits. We are the EduTechGuys. That's right. We're like we're like the Beatles and Michael Jackson of edutech guys google uh, seo i kind of thought we were like the safe way of uh <laughs> <laughs> safe way <laughs> you know it's, it's a 
older grocery store that's oh, kind of always open. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right. But I was going for a bunch of dead guys sitting around a microphone, but whatever. <laughs> that works also. No, seriously. Oh. Uh, last week it was so hectic. We actually skipped a show. It was the first show we skipped in. What, out two and a half years or something? And I mean, we hated to do it to our guests because this is one of the greatest guests we've had on the show. It's been a lot of fun. He was a great interview. We've had a lot of great guests, but this one was was a lot of fun, and uh, we will have more from him in the future and from uh, the East Initiative. Yes, uh, we're yes. looking forward to a, a, a nice run with those those folks and those students, twenty thousand yeah. plus students. So, um, yeah, remember, if you ever need anything from us, you can always go to the website, drop down to the bottom, fill out the form there, get in touch with us or catch us on Twitter and send us a direct message or just tweet out to us. Um, if you're looking for some work and some PD, uh, something fun in your school, holler at us. We do lots of stuff, everything from podcasting to you name it, Google Docs, uh, you name it. We can probably do it. David and I have been doing this uh, ed tech shtick for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, and I will tell you one of the most uh, – um, interesting and interesting from the perspective of the participants um, that that we had that I had in one of the workshops that I led recently. In fact, I did it. Uh, I ended up doing it twice. Uh, was uh, making money as an educator, making spare change, yeah. uh, doing things like Etsy and uh, Teachers Pay Teachers and and blogging and podcasting and and just showing teachers how they can take what they're already doing and making it personal putting it out there for the world to see and making a little extra money on the side. And that's something that we can definitely get in and show your district, show your teachers uh, how all that works. In addition to the myriad of things that we're uh, able to, uh, to help you guys with yep. um, all kinds of uh, aspects of education technology and some things that aren't necessarily uh, education technology, but can relate it back to what you're doing in your classroom. Yeah, and make sure you follow us on Twitter because uh, now that school started, we'll start handing out uh, lots of good information, uh, yep. lots of stuff you can use in the classroom. And we do retweet pretty heavily. Uh, yeah. We follow a lot of great people, uh, a lot of people that have been on the show, and a lot of educators that you know. So we like to make sure you're knowing what's going on out there in the ed tech world. Yeah, absolutely. So I tell you what, let's jump into this interview because let's do it, man. We uh, it, we recorded it earlier today. Um, it worked into all of our schedules well. Um, Matt Dozier is uh, he'll get, he'll introduce himself when he comes on. So uh, this was a great interview. Um, really good time. Hope you enjoy it. Take a listen. Hey, on the show today, we're really excited. Um, this has been a, a one that we've been trying to schedule because yes. all three of us are busy. One of us, the the interviewee, is actually way <laughs> busier than we are, and uh, so it's. But he's not been the problem. It's been all those little us little guys trying to get these schools going. We are always the we problem. are always the problem. We so, are always the but problem. But it's it's been great. Um, I've been looking forward to this. You know, I can my history with the East Initiative goes back to Greenbrier Schools, and I I got to visit the very first one, and I've followed it forever. And I think it is one of the most impactful things to ever happen in education. And it came right here from Arkansas. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's very big. And we're lucky today to have Matt Dozier on the show. And so welcome. Introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and your big role at the East Initiative. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, let me quit blushing first. My name is Matt Dozier, and I am the president and chief executive of the East Initiative. We're the educational nonprofit that takes care of um, the training and support for the East programs across the nation. 
I've been involved with East for 20 of its 22 years. I got my start by going up to see the Greenbrier program, Jeff. And um, when asked by my principal, because at that time it was really just a pilot, when asked by my principal if he thought that we should add that to my school, I said, absolutely. I said, I wasn't sure how much of it was for show and tell and how much of it was real, but those computers sure look cool. (laughs) He asked me if I wanted to teach it and I said, no. He said, why not? And I said, because I don't know anything about technology. And I, he looked me straight in the eye. There's a whole room of people there. And he said, well, Matt, they say you don't have to. So why don't you take a, a run at it? And it has, uh, it has become um, the singular uh, most exciting and um, powerful thing that I have ever done professionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's awesome. wonderful. It's funny you touched on that, and and that's a beautiful part of East is, is that you're you're a facilitator. You're a facilitator for learning, and uh, that's that's it awesome. It made the job a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, it did. It and did. And harder all at the same time. <laughs> yes. Cool. So give us some numbers from your on since you came on twenty years ago. Where are we at now? How many schools across the country have East programs? Well. We, well, the school bell has opened, so I, I'm having to change my summer language. Um, we cu- are currently have active programs in 246 schools in four states with uh, over 20,000 students currently participating. We haven't run the numbers yet. I expect the, that that's going to be about 25 or 26,000 when we get there. Wow. Um, and those students are in grades two through college. But started out in the high school, has quickly started to adapt, and we were getting requests to put it in middle schools and then elementary schools and then post-secondary. Aside from Arkansas, where we have our largest impact or our our largest numbers, we have programs in Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania, and in Louisiana. Nice. other places in the past, but state budgets being what they are, the the people of the great state of Arkansas need to give thanks every day for the um, Budget Reconciliation Act of 1948 because it means that we don't have the highs or the lows mm-hmm. that the rest of the states sometimes have with their budgets. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, we, we've talked about East, um, but we haven't really talked about East For those folks, yeah, you know, for the folks who have no idea what we're talking about, what is EAST? Well, okay. We have a mission statement. Are you ready? Do it. (laughs) We provide all learners the opportunity to have relevant, individualized, life-changing educational experiences. And if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, and in English, what does that mean? (laughs) How about this? Um imagine the coolest classroom you could possibly have um not just from a technology standpoint but from a doing something standpoint Mm -hmm. um in that classroom you have students who are um given the challenge to go and find problems in their communities however they define it and use the tools in that classroom to address those problems Mm -hmm. So, from a technology standpoint, we've got 
tons, uh, it, it's actually a self-contained network that the students run. Mm -hmm. So there's a server and you have to learn server stuff. There's computer-aided design, solid modeling, visualization, 3D animation, programming, coding, GPS, GIS, video, photography, graphics, music composition and productions, um, mobile devices, printers, uh, including 3D printers, uh, video presentations, productivity, virtual reality. We've been doing virtual reality since 2003, guys. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, and when you add in the capacity for 3D printing, when you add, actually when you add all of that in, but instead of make it about learning the tool, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and you, you put the focus on using the tool to do something, I guess the edge you speak is authentic, yeah. But we really, really mean authentic. I mean, go out and do something. Make your world, however you define it, a little bit better. Exactly. Well, and that's one of the things, you know, I, lately, and, and lately I say the last couple of years, uh, you know, the acronym for, you know, PBL, project-based learning, problem-based learning, problem-solving, using various means is being, you know, thrown around and, and it's sort of become a hot thing. It's funny to me because, like you guys, you know, I, I was – I was introduced to East back when it first started, and that's what you guys were already doing yeah. before anybody had a it word was PBL for it. Before PBL wasn't cool. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, but seriously, you know, I, I think back to projects where you had students who were working with city officials yeah. to reprogram the traffic light system. Yeah, I think of students right. who um, ultimately uh, helped uh, change the focus of what used to be called, I, I don't even know what it's called now, but it used to be called the Oil and Brine Museum down in Smackover. Yep, and now it's right. what, like the Museum of Natural well, Resources or something. Japanese internment camps. Well, I just, oh my goodness, that was... That was phenomenal. I mean, yeah. that was phenomenal. You haven't lived until you have, have stood between a Congressional Medal of Honor winner and Mr. Sulu and have them explain to your a, a group of 7th and 8th graders how much their work means to them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the interesting thing about East that I love oh. so much is it's not about the tech. It's mm -hmm. not about the tech. It's the tech is a big part of it, but it's it's about building students who are leaders, who are doers and 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 makers and shakers, and they get stuff done. That's that's one of my favorite parts about it. But not just that. It's that within the community in which they live, breathe, eat, where their parents work. Right. I mean, I, sorry, we're, we're stealing all your airtime yeah, to, 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 to sell yeah, your commercial. Just, we're we're doing the commercial that. for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about well, this. And, and this is and since we're bird walking everywhere, let's talk about this. Your inclusion is amazing. The inclusion of an East program is open to anyone. Mm hmm. And that actually that's built into the assurances that the schools agree to with us. Yep. Uh, is that it is open to um uh, we, we call it shuffling the deck, and we tell our schools when you when you walk into the uh, lunchroom, that's what we want to see when we walk into your East classroom. I've got some numbers. Um, yeah. As of the end of last year, uh -huh. we were 57% male and 43% female. Oh, wow. We were 67% Caucasian and 33% um, non, mm -hmm. which if you look at the state of Arkansas where we have – our largest presence it's 77 percent caucasian and 23 percent not mm -hmm. um so you know we're almost at parity mm -hmm. 
male to female. Mm-hmm. We are um, we are overrepresented when it comes to underrepresented um, populations. Our free and reduced lunch rate is fifty six percent of our students. Wow. Yeah. And that's a sample size of twenty plus thousand. Right. Yeah. But you know that, and, that that's that's beautiful because that shows how open the inclusion is to it for the students. But we're giving these kids, all these kids, the opportunity to put not just put their hands on these things, not just one day to dream about doing something with that, not to have to work through the worksheets or wait for the teacher to tell you. We're giving them access and saying go Mm -hmm. change the world. And I mean, you mentioned some last year, some of our, some of our big, like, are you kidding me? Because we don't prescribe these. And in many cases, our facilitators, that's what we call the teachers who teach in an East classroom, because they are truly facilitators. They don't, as a, as a rule, assign a project. Um, I was, I was getting ready for a conference in Northwest Arkansas when I got a phone call that said I needed to call a facilitator from close to you guys in Hot Springs. And I was like, okay. So I called him like, what's up? He's like, I'm in Washington, D.C. and I've got a problem. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what's the problem? He said, "Um, my kids entered this contest and we came up a couple of days ago, so we spent a couple of days knocking around the city and showing them the sites. But when we went in to go do the pitch, because we were selected as a semifinalist to go do the pitch, um, Matt, it's an X prize. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I said, I know a little about that. He goes, yeah, the kids thought it was a school thing, and it's not. They're one of the hundred that have been invited in by these two foundations to present on this on this adult literacy app but they're the only ones in the k-12 space there were there were app development companies from australia there were university research there were people that had poured tons of money into this (laughs) and then there were you know couple of kids from the Hot Springs area in the eighth grade who said, hey, hey, what if we did this? And they were working with their literacy council. I said, that's awesome. Why are you worried? He goes, what do I tell them? Because they want to know more. I said, talk to them. Tell them them what you do. Tell them how you do it. You can point them back to us if they've got more questions. But, you know, this is the, you know, reap the rewards. Celebrate with with your students here. Look at what you're doing. He goes, well, okay then I guess we'll talk later because they made it through that round. They did not make it to the final round, which might be for the best because I don't know if the Garland County Literacy Foundation would have known what to do with a $17 million startup. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. That's awesome. But you know, that opportunity right there, think about that. So they didn't make it to the final round. They didn't make it to 17 million, but there were a lot of other app companies there Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of other angel investors and there are a lot of other people interested in what they're doing. What an opportunity for those students in that East program. And that's pretty cool. That's amazing. My goodness. That's Um, amazing. They're, but they're learning these skills today and what they walked out, you know, they walked in, looked around and were like, Oh my goodness, this is, uh Oh. And then they walked out going, we got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can do this. Mm-hmm. And not because somebody inspired 
them, not because somebody gave them the big talk and not because somebody taught them all the buttons, but because they realized that a lot of the struggles that they were having, so were the Australians that were pouring lots of money into it. A lot of the, 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 the way that our, the way that technology is developing out in our society and I wish more in our schools, it's, it's happening so fast that uh, we have a saying around here, you know, life is beta. Everything is beta Mm -hmm. because about the time you've got this figured out, the new version, the new, whatever comes out right? and you've got to be prepared to do it. Yeah. And in East we're preparing them from the third grade on up. They take charge. They come up with, they come up with solutions that don't come as a product of standard of, of the standard mindset of how you tackle a problem. Um, and, and they see results. They mm-hmm. actually do things. What does it mean to be a 15 or 16 year old and be able to point to, um, to something that is out there in your community that you actually help to create? We've got students up in the Harrison area who have been um, producing um, prosthetic limbs for children because mm-hmm. insurance companies won't pay for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they amazing. grow and then you have to buy a new one. Right. Do you have any idea the impact it has on every aspect of the world when you can put a workable prosthetic limb on a fourth grader who can then turn around and articulate fingers for the first time right. in their life. Oh. His mama is very, very fond of them. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine so. <laughs> it made, it made good work and yeah. it inspired, it inspired students in another school to do a similar thing, but they're adding myoelectric sensors for people who, who ha- don't have uh, the need for a hand, but a full quarter arm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so let's talk about that. How do um, each of the East programs show off their work and uh, share their work with the other East programs? Um, I'm, I'm kind of setting you up here. Uh, oh, you are. What's your big? <laughs> what's your big yearly, you know, show off? Because I know you guys have one. Okay. Um, the one of the big buzzwords in education for as long as I've been there is accountability, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, all too often, accountability is three hours on uh, a Tuesday in April or March, right? Right. What if instead of having to everybody take a test and answer the same questions, you brought everybody together and you made accountability networking, demonstration, and sharing? Mm Mm-hmm. Every year um, in the spring, this year it's March, got that right here, 13th through the 15th of 2018 at the Hot Springs Convention Center, we will host a conference in which all of our programs come together. Mm -hmm. It's one part exhibition and exposition, only instead of just vendors um, trying to sell their wares, it's our programs presenting the work that they're doing. They network with each other. They network with professionals. The Facebook people spent three days there last year and asked me a very basic question when it was all said and done. 
how did you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when they're actually sharing, when they're actually working together, they can discover, hey, this thing I'm not very good at. If I'm in, I don't know, if I'm in Nettleton and I'm not very good at something, I can go find a school that maybe isn't close to me. Maybe it's a Texarkana school. Oh, they're real good at it. I can make that connection. I can see those things and I can help build my project. Or if I'm showing off what I think is the greatest project in the history of the universe, I can have my peer group and other facilitators and other adults come in and go, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Mm -hmm. And you can see these projects evolve and develop because unlike other classrooms, and this is an important distinction between what we do and what other people do, a project is not a two-week, six-week idea. A project is an ongoing, developmental, um, iterative process by which it starts, it doesn't start out in trying to get the traffic lights to all uh, turn yellow in such a way that traffic flow goes down. It starts out as um, there was an accident at this intersection and we we're trying to figure out a better way to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you stop them at just, if you stop them at what we call that, you know, the three, uh, that three-sided demo board that you do for science mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You only get so far. Right. Yeah. If you tell them, okay, now go do that. Yeah. And yes. then you're okay, done with that's, it. Yeah, ben, that's then you're great. Done. Now go do something else. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yes, I think awesome. that's so. I love the fact that you've built you built into the system your own outsourcing internally. <laughs> that's that that gorgeous. I mean, and the, I mean, you know, and the peer collective, the quarterly reports—they're yeah. all built in there. Yeah, hey. I mean, that's pretty amazing. The, well, all the way through. All our, the way through. Our technical support team that works here in the office on staff. Nearly every one of them came up through our program because it's really hard to hire a help desk that is conversant in 60 different pieces of software and a self-contained network whose job is not to just answer the question but to begin and engage the questioner Mm. in those real things. Imagine if you actually called the people on the other end of the phone when your computer wasn't working and they didn't start with, is it plugged in? Right. 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 Yeah, that's... Um, and that was that was one of my questions to ask how many of your have how many former students had come back into the fold to you know help work at, at the East Initiative and move forward and some a lot of them a lot of them go on to do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, we, we we highlight our alumni all the time in our uh, digital magazine, but I've we've got one who just finished up his internship at uh, the Weather Channel. Wow, nice! He was hired as a freshman by Houston Nut as the first freshman they'd ever put on the um, video team for the team. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and the power of the pig is powerful. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, it is, it is. But he, he was so well-skilled, and that started as, we've got this closed-circuit TV system. I want to run announcements in my school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By his junior year of college, he's working for the local uh, NBC affiliate. When he gets out of college, he goes on full time. He does that for a couple of years, and then he decides that he doesn't know enough science to do what he really wants to do. Mm-hmm, and if yeah. you want to do science, you either go to Florida State or you go to Oklahoma because you either, or not science, but weather, you because uh, you either want tornadoes or hurricanes. Apparently, <laughs> is how it's going <laughs> yeah, to me. I, I guess so. <laughs> and but 
but he has he has the resources he has the money because he has not taken on lots of debt he has he's he has outperformed as far as his entry level job was the weekend desk at the tv station mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. and yeah he he He's finishing up his master's degree and has spent the summer at the Weather Channel. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I have a story. We have a student here, a former student of mine, former former tuba player, band, when I was a band director in a previous life. Um, ten years out of the program, all three years in high school when we started it at the, our high school, and has a high school diploma, and he is the IT consultant for entire cities. Mm-hmm. And and pulls in a massive hard six figures and employs a lot of people. And he's done that by the age of 28 from everything that he did in East when he helped set up that first classroom and put in the AD and put in the active, you know, put in the Wi-Fi and, and network the computers. And he just took off from there. That's that's amazing. That's what public education is all about. We turned out a viable worker and a good citizen right out of the system and it was if it wasn't for east he wouldn't have known he would have learned those things right well, I've, heard, I've heard you guys give a shout out to aptigee before and we love aptigee too we do too well we lost and, one of our best uh, one of our former co-hosts to aptigee. <laughs> well, and guess where they get a lot of their coders <laughs> exactly exactly and, and they told us that we didn't tell them that that's cool. Yeah, that's well, awesome. You know, and what you're creating is not just you're creating students, you're creating learners who can be taught further, and that's the kicker. Aptigee might they hire your students, the kids coming out of East, because they can bring them on the fold and easily train them in a matter of you know, a month or two, a few weeks, and they're right on board coding exactly what they needed to do, or mm-hmm. our sales, or anything for that matter. I think that's the interesting one. So, let me ask you. This is a maybe this is a hard hitting question. Hard. <laughs> so how many we had a program a few years ago and the students were reaching out to companies and they contacted me in the IT department and they said Mr. Manlock we need to contact um IT companies to find out if they will sponsor us to give us product you know to do this certain project um how do we do that and I said well I can give you names to to get in touch with and emails but you're going to have to craft those emails in a way and so I said you need to talk to the business teacher and you need to talk to your english teacher um cross uh course what do you, mm-hmm. how often get, can you give us some examples of where that how that plays into how many schools have come back to you and say listen the east program has been wonderful but it's also been wonderful because these students have engaged other faculty in other classrooms we have so many schools where um our highest performing programs that's exactly what happens the uh why in the world would you submit a grant without having people that under that can edit take a look at why in the world would you um, does, uh, why in the world would you do the design work on a, f- a flood mitigation system for a national park without working with your science and math teachers? There's mm-hmm. this massive yes. resource. We call it cash in the pocket in our facilitator training. Okay. And we, we, we work with our facilitators to then transfer that to their students to look for the cash in their pocket. And it's amazing that makes sense intellectually but until you actually start doing it uh i've got a we've got a school up in northwest arkansas where the facilitator was talking to me about 
some challenges he was having getting out into the community. And the more we got to talking, I was like, well, you know, you need to spotlight on some projects. You need to get the kids talking. He's like, well, I mean, I've got kids coming in all the time. They're not even in the class. I've got this one, one student who comes in on, every afternoon i have to just about kick him out at the end of the day and i was like okay he said and his dad called me to thank him or to thank me for letting him come in because his dad's in charge of ar for walmart and i said stop why are you having trouble getting the message out and talking to people and finding partners when you have the <laughs> guy that's heading up AR for one of the biggest companies in the world? Yes. As a fan of yours, he's like, I had not thought about that. Right. Yep. <laughs> Let's yep. think about that. Yeah. 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 You know, there's a whole other show we could talk PR for education and how to get your word out. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's things you're talking about training, training your teachers, and not just your teachers. I know you guys are now working on uh, some targeted training for teachers, not just yours, any teacher. That's so, right. Give me, give me the lowdown. <laughs> Every year, um, we get uh, a number of requests from teachers who either have a program in their school or have seen a program or uh, otherwise they they want to come to our training mm -hmm. um, our training is outstanding and amazing it doesn't matter what you what your certification is it doesn't matter what your experience level is our training and the way that we go about supporting those programs gives them everything that they're going to need if, the, if they'll commit and their school will commit to being successful but if you're not actually going to be facilitating in an East classroom, mm -hmm. a whole bunch of our training is practical. Mm -hmm. And so if you're just a, a geometry teacher, or just a geometry teacher, <laughs> <laughs> or a third grade teacher or whatever, there's, not, there's a part of it that is useful, but there's a bigger part that it's not nearly as uh, applicable. So um, we've been piloting a program that we call Education Unleashed. These are professional development sessions that are um, basically like six hours or half days or whole days, depending upon how they're very adaptable. And we have um, eight sessions built out. And um, depending upon um, if we're working directly with the school district or if we're going through the educational co-ops or whatever, we can customize that with those components. Some of them are pedagogical, that's big fancy education talk for how to do things that we do well, um, like working and developing community partners, like project, how to do a real project or how to do projects that will fit your curricula, mm -hmm. not just here's a here's a, a a cookbook of projects, but how to do that, how to integrate technology into your um, whatever subject matter you're doing. But we also do, um, there's a session on uh, freeware, free technology that any, oh, nice. any teacher anywhere can get their hands on, mm -hmm. digital mapping. ESRI said a couple of years ago that we're the best education program for GIS in the country. And so we take advantage wow. of that. Um, soft skills, mm -hmm. because if, if you know anything, you know that East kids get passionate about what they do and all of a sudden they come out of their shell and then the next thing you know, they've got the facts, the figures, the statistics. They've got the, the drive to go make that pitch and we can work with teachers on that. We do a lot. I've got several Google certified um, 
people that are on our staff that go out and and do that without without it being let me show you the buttons instead it's we're going to bring we're going to bring the tools to you or you can bring your own tool and we're going to show you some of what these things do and we're going to give you a chance to spend time with it Mm -hmm. boy in that magic for teachers yes Mm -hmm. yes and then we're going to show you all the add-ons and all the extensions and the google (laughs) tip of the week yeah (laughs) there you go (laughs) excellent i love how you worked that in there You know you're gonna you're gonna your your voice is now gonna be on most of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, um, other pilots. That's that's a pilot. It's not really you. Education Unleashed is you know you're doing it. So, um, what other pilots are you offering right now? Well, at, every year, um, thanks to the generous support of the great state of Arkansas and our work in other states, we tend to grow programs. Mm-hmm. This year, we added sixteen in the state of Arkansas. Um, through the support of the Department of Education, the Arkansas State Legislature, and the Delta Regional Authority. But of those 16, what's really exciting to us are two that are kind of new pilot opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is the Arkansas School for the Blind. We, uh, that, that, they came to us backwards because they were recruited by an elementary school that's about 10 minutes from our offices Mm -hmm. elementary students were working with the with asb to um create a yearbook for them blind students do not need a printed yearbook it's Mm -hmm. not how they operate sure Mm -hmm. so those students were working on one trying to figure out how to get the scans right so that they could 3d print mini bus ah and then 3d print the braille name tags that go in front of them so the students could have one the seniors could have one but so the library could have a copy as well nice Um, it turns out it's not as easy to do that scanning as you think it is we've actually added that piece of technology into our classrooms this year cool Uh, we've got a little hand scanner that um, you can take move it around an object and it'll capture it in 360. oh that's awesome Um, that's cool so they did that, and then the school came back and said, what other projects can you do for us? And the kids were like, why don't you get one of these yourself? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> do your own freaking project. <laughs> oh, my. The, the uh, coordinators for, at ASB walked in our front door, and somebody I was in another meeting. Somebody said, hey, there's some people here from a school that want to talk to you. And I went and I sat down. I'm like, hi, how can I help? And they're like, well we were working with the third graders up at this school and they said we needed to talk to you because we need one of these. <laughs> and so we started talking about it. And yeah. um, when we went and met with them, their, uh, their administration was very clear, mm-hmm. you know, outdoor activities are great, but our kids aren't spending a lot of time running around in the woods or doing a, our kids, their window to the universe is technology. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. And I said, if you'll, if you'll be patient with us and and um, let us let us make some mistakes because we've never done this before, I think we've got something cool going on. And so we're starting that program. That is phenomenal. They're starting that program. We we're just gonna we're just gonna answer the phone when they call. Sure. Um, the other pilot that we're also really excited about, um, Goodwill runs a, a network across the country of schools for adult learners this is people that have dropped out of high school mm-hmm. not gotten their ged mm-hmm. and just 
done whatever it is you do when you don't have you just the get minimum by. basic right. skills. Mm -hmm. And um, they're they're opening they they've opened one here in um, Little Rock. It's called the Excel Center. Goodwill mm -hmm. runs it, but it's for adult learners that want to get their not GEDs but diplomas. Oh, nice. And at first, I was concerned in visiting with their with their administration and staff that they just wanted the technology. Right. And they said, no, we got plenty of technology. We don't have all the technology you guys have. I mean, they're not 3D printing. They're not doing VR. They're not um, doing some of the high-end CAD or GIS stuff. Uh, they said, what we want is the community connection because these are learners who, if they can demonstrate skills, they can leapfrog. Yes, yes. And they can leapfrog into paying jobs. Right. I've, you know, I've got a, a, a cute little story about a student that went to work for the, um, um, hold on, went to work for the electric company, low man on the totem pole kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, contacted his facilitator because he was trying to recruit some of the engineers at the electric company to come out and visit with the school on how they're using ArcGIS. Um, she said, sure, why don't you do that? So he went in to make his pitch to them, but in making his pitch to them, he started using words like raster vector, ortho rectify, you know, <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute, hold on. How do you know this? And he's like, oh, I do this. And they're like, now? He's like, no. And I was in school. Right. And where? And the next thing you know, they're help, the electric company is helping him get certifications, training, go, schooling, and they've moved, him, <clears throat> they've moved him from a starting level position of just somebody that answered an ad with a high school diploma yeah. into the GIS department mm -hmm. because he can keep up. Yeah, that's Isn't awesome. That cool? mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you have a great job. And the part of the job that's got to be the greatest is things like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you've, that's, I see your, your passion is very evident because we've, I, every time I meet you and, and it's funny, your staff, we, you know, you have your staff here right now putting in a, a new cr a classroom for us uh, at our, at they're our, they're not mine. They put up with me. They, put, they, <laughs> they are the best in the world. Well, and I have to tell you, um, they respect you tremendously. The working wow. conditions that you guys have, I mean, in your mm -hmm. whole team, your entire team is really impressive. I mean, it's very impressive they uh they're they're concerned about the program you know and they're concerned about everybody in the program and that's that's amazing you don't find that a lot you don't find that a lot but that's why the east program is moving on like it is and it's so strong and powerful that it is do you want to know what our response time on help tickets for tech support yeah 46 programs over 20,000 students yeah it's under three minutes that's awesome that is phenomenal yeah that is pretty I, awesome i keep calling michael dell to to, to give him a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for those listeners out there who are um, in education, they're in their schools, they're hearing about all the cool stuff East is doing and has been doing and is continuing to do, how do they get in touch with you to get a program at their school? Um, it's pretty simple. Cool. The email address is eastinfo, E-A-S-T-I-N-F-O, at eaststaff, E-A-S-T-S-T-A-F-F dot -F -F org. 
that uh, that comes into us, and then um, we've got a team that uh, that will take whatever comes in, whether that's somebody that wants a program, somebody that wants some of this other training that we've been talking about, Education Unleashed, somebody that wants to come check out our conference, um, whatever, um, that, that triggers us to begin to work with them. Cool. Awesome. So share with us uh, any information for concerning uh, social media to find out what East is doing and follow East and keep up with East. And uh, we, uh, oh, Go ahead. I was going to say, we Insta-Face tweet everything. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, our Instagram is East Initiative. Uh, our uh, Twitter's Twitter East is Initiative. East Initiative. <laughs> our Facebook is East Initiative. You guys are just like us. Everything we do is Edutech, guys. Everything you do is East Initiative. That's right. And I'm Matt Dozier on just about everything, I, I think. I can pretty much tell you, yeah, if you go to All the right. Google and you type in Matt Dozier or you type in East Initiative, it's going to be one of your first hits. Absolutely. So, there's me and a bird guy in Texas. Oh, is there a bird? <laughs> so, okay, avoid the bird guy. Look for the no, other guy. I think he's probably pretty cool, too. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I was going to say. Hey, we'll, somehow we'll figure out how to get the two of you together. <laughs> hey, Matt, I know we went a little longer than we expected, but uh, we got to have you back on the show. And um, you start thinking okay. about what Let you bring kids. That's what we need yes. to do. We need to get yes. a kid show on and uh, we need to get the kids on and do something and we need to do it live. We'd like to be at your place. You just tell us where we need to be and we'll come to you guys and make sure okay. we can do that. Before you go, I do want to anybody in the in the especially central Arkansas area or within driving distance. We are hosting an open house at our headquarters. We call it Encounter East. That's Thursday, September 28th from 4.30 to 7. It's not just that cool staff you talked about, and certainly it's not just me. Cool. We've got, uh, we're going to have students representing a number of programs showing off the neatest things in the world. Cool. Awesome. Cool. And we'll make sure and tweet that out for you also. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Matt, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Mean, median, the mode. Mean, the mode. Come on, everybody, so here we go. The three M's that you really need to know. The mean, median, the mode. So mean, median, the mode. Everybody, come on, so here we go. The three M's that you really need to know. Mean, median, the mode. The mean, the mean, I mean, mean, the mean. Come on, kids, really, it's not so bad. Grab your data numbers from the table and first you start to add. When you finally have them added up, then can you only divide? Because this is how you find the mean. Yes, the average number, that's right. Now that you found the average number, you see what I mean? Ha, ha, yeah, yeah. Come on, everybody, just do it again, please. Add them up and then you divide by the total number in the table, that's right. Add them up and then you divide by the total number in the table, that's right. That's right. Mean, that's right. median, and mode. Come on, everybody, so cute. The three M's that you really need to know The mean, median, and mode So, mean, median, and mode Everybody come on, so here we go The three M's that you really need to know Mean, median, and mode The mode, 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 mode, mode M-O-D-E It's the number with the highest frequency It's the number that you will most often see Come on, everybody, find the mode with me The mode, the mode, the mode, the mode, the mode, the mode, mode, the mode, the mode, mode, mode it's the number with the highest frequency. It's the number that you will most often see. Come on, everybody, find a mode with me. Me, median, and mode. Come on, everybody, so here we go. The three M's that 
music from the original Mr. C and that is mean median and mode here on edgy tech guys radio. Yeah. Mr. C great guy. That is awesome. Yeah. Cool he, cat, man. he is actually, uh, he's actually on his own now doing all this stuff with PBS and everything, doing his own television shows and doing is- his own YouTube stuff. Check him out. The original Mr. C he's out there on the web. Catch him on YouTube. Lots of great stuff. Yeah, he would go into schools and 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 build these songs with the students, which yeah. is really cool. Very, very cool. And we first met him, I guess it was Fitzy, wasn't it? We yeah. Many men. Yeah. yeah. Um, really, 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 really great educator right there. Hey, listen, we want to once again thank Matt Dozier for coming and talking to us uh, with uh, the East Initiative. Uh, check him out on Twitter, at East Initiative, uh, Facebook, East Initiative, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, right. at East Initiative. That's right, man. But, um, yeah, you can always catch them there. You heard the information, uh, how to get in touch with them. So if you want to find out about the East Initiative for your school, remember you can go East Info, E-A-S-T-I-N-F-O, at eaststaff.org. That's E-E-A-S-T-S-T-A-F-F dot org. Just drop them an email. They have a team that can get right to you and let you know what's going down. Yeah. Yeah, awesome what a great stuff. program. I, I, we should have we should have sampled his singing of the Google Tip of the Week. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to let you do the Google Tip of the Week this week, and next week we'll put uh, we'll, we'll pull him in. All right. Yeah, so guess what time it is? Google Tip of the Week. <laughs> hey, you're starting back to school, and Google has made it better for everyone. Don't they always make it better for everyone? Um, they're actually doing a lot of updates now. You've probably seen it on your apps. They're updating apps like crazy, mm-hmm. adding some wonderful stuff in there. One of the things we have fallen in love with um and i'm going to give a shout out to another arkansas company here and that's um aptigy and a company that's on the uh the west coast that's another one of our favorite companies is go guardian so in go guardian teacher now uh because of the beautiful way that um google has built their apis and their interoperability with google classroom you can actually open up google teacher uh go guardian teacher and instantly add your already already created Google Classrooms with just the click of a button. That's awesome. The really awesome part is the way eSchool works with with cla- with Google Classroom right now. We uh, we actually have a way to bring in uh, all your classrooms from eSchool into Google Classroom. So if you're in Arkansas, that's a real big deal for all of us. Yes, so, yes. Um, as you start your new school year, um, I highly recommend uh, jumping on the, the Google Classroom 
uh, bandwagon. Yeah. I know it's not a big Google tip of the week, but I think it's a huge Google tip of the week. If you're not using Google, uh, at least in part of your technology, the sheer fact that it's free for all education with unlimited storage, that includes YouTube, everything that Google has, you're missing out and you're kind of uh, shorting, shortchanging your students just a little bit. Well, and kind of an extension of, of Google Classroom, although you don't even have to have Google Classroom to, to uh, implement some of the really cool things that you can do with the updated Google Forms. Uh, in fact, uh, I did a workshop uh, over the summer and, and, and was kind of giving a, a, an overview of different things Google offers. And we were talking about Google Forms and we got into a really cool, um, I don't know if discussion is the right word, but 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 there was a discussion and, and we actually worked on it some uh, using Google Forms and the branching logic and some of the cool things you can do. And I had we had teachers creating um, interactive fiction, you know, kind of a choose your own adventure. Ooh. But what's really cool with Google Forms, when you add in the whole right, wrong answer piece of that, you're not, it's not just if I go down this particular path, then this is going to happen and, and, and you can do all that. But you can actually have the students key in answers. So you can have a short answer. And if the short answer is this particular word, then this happens. And if it's this particular word, that happens. And if it's the wrong word, then something else happens. So, I mean, wow. it gets so cool into, cool into some of the stuff you can do. And that's not even the quizzes and grading and all the other side of that. That's also part of what Google Forms can do. And, again, you can tie all that back into what Jeff's talking about into your Google Classroom. So there you go. That's a twofer. You That's get two twofer. Google tips of the week. Two for Wednesday. <laughs> and, right. well, and, and here's a threefer. Uh, just like Matt discussed with East Initiative, they do have education unleashed. Yes. So if you're looking for some really great training that's very adaptable to what you need for any teacher, any grade level, hit that email address, eastinfo at eaststaff.org, and find out what they can provide for you. Uh, they work through school districts and through cooperatives. Yeah. So awesome. there it is. That's a Google tip of the week. There you go. Tips of the week. The tips tip of, of the week. week. Tips, tips tip, of the week. Tip, tipsy week. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's been a wonderful show. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. We appreciate it so, so much. If you got a particular topic you'd like us to cover, reach out to us, www.edutechguys.com. Fill out the form or hit us up on Twitter, at edutechguys. Likewise, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you want to share your story, what you're doing with your students or what your students are doing, hit us up, and we would love to share your story with everybody else out there. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site and this program to those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training 
a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You, you can, can do, do it all, all but, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.